Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio, bright and early Monday morning. So let's talk about that Chiefs-Raiders game at Arrowhead yesterday. Uh, Incredible performance, I thought, by both the offense and defense. Defense continues just to be lights out, though. I know the Raiders have had a year, but man, they just uh, do not step on our logo. That's all I'm going to say. Don't step on our logo. Possibly the most inept performance by an NFL team I have ever seen. Chiefs were okay. Their offense was all right. Defense can take a lot of credit for the mistakes that uh, Las Vegas was making, but by the same token, Las Vegas was absolutely horrible. That is the worst football team. How on earth? Now, you're going to say, hey, the Chiefs were great punching that ball out, and that's right, they were. But there is a technique, folks, for carrying a football and the Raiders absolutely violated that technique every time by carrying the ball out. What on earth they were doing, I'll never tell you. Four fumbles. Four fumbles. I think maybe all four of them were punch-outs by the Chiefs. Four fumbles. Four sacks of the quarterback. One pick. I mean, my goodness. Like, what what kind of a... And, and the penalties. Nine penalties for 85 yards and losses. Las Vegas might as well have stayed at home. Just mailed the game in and said, hey, we'll forfeit this one. Because they were never in that from play one of the game. Now, the Chiefs were okay. The offense was pedestrian, 20 of 24. That's what Mahomes was through the air for 258 yards, two touchdowns. They rushed, they being the Chiefs, for 132 yards. That's pretty good. But it was against a team that was depleted. I was really disappointed in the way the Raiders played. I did see them go out on the field and dance on the logo. And it's the only dancing they did in that game because it was a, it was a, it was, I can't use that on the <laughs> It was a piece. <laughs> he's, uh, he's trying to find the right adjective. Well, um, yes, it was great, uh, especially after the last time they were ahead, they decided to take a victory lap around our stadium, and then this time they returned to stomp on our logo. Not a good move, Las well, Vegas. It, it, it bothered me from the, their competitive uh, aspect of things. These are pro football players. Come on. You don't make mistakes like this. The four fumbles, yes, fumbles are a part of the game. And yes, the Chiefs hit hard. They absolutely do, and they're very aggressive. The overpowering of the quarterback, I don't know where Las Vegas offensive line was, but they were invisible. They weren't even there. The Chiefs are good, but they're not that good. And they're in there just overpowering Las Vegas at every move. Well, I hope that doesn't come back to haunt Kansas City. Uh, I, I This team they're going to play on Thursday night is going to be a lot different, a whole lot different, and they'll be at home in Los Angeles. That's not to say the Chiefs are going to have trouble. But it isn't going to be the same kind of football game. I kind of thought that I thought this would happen that that Reed would take some of those players out, and he did late in the game. But he also played them quite a bit, and he had he had Mahomes out there running. That surprised me a little bit too. But hey, the bottom line is a 48 to nine win. 48 to nine. Kansas City. Well, they they then the Laurel is flying high right now. They played very well, and Las Vegas. Conversely, played as inept as any team I've ever seen. 
Kind of sound like you're a disappointed Raiders fan this morning. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I know. I'm just oh, I'm not, I know. I, I'm not a fan uh, in that way. I'm reporting on it objectively. <laughs> I know. I and know. the objective report is that that was just a bad, inept performance. <laughs> I know. It was a, it, a just a really poor effort on uh, Las Vegas's part. They're, I don't think they're that bad a team, but they certainly don't have a good attitude about them. And maybe... Maybe this is a result of everything that's happened to them this year. This has been a star-crossed operation with a coach and with rugs and with the other player <laughs> caliborting on, on the Internet. That, um, this is just discipline. It was weird because they, they they gave Dallas such a time. You know, I just I definitely thought we'd get more out of them, but that wasn't the case. Uh, as you mentioned, though, um, they did pull out, and then Frank Gore comes in there, runs that TD touchdown. Just, I mean, it reminded me of Priest Holmes days, which was great to see. But as far as injuries go, other than Tyreek kind of getting a bloody lip or whatever that was about, everyone came out pretty good. I mentioned this on the on the pregame show yesterday. The Chiefs have really been fortunate this year. They have not had any catastrophic-type injuries to any of their players. Other teams have. We had Lamar Jackson go down yesterday with an ankle injury. The Chiefs can consider themselves very fortunate along those lines, but hey, you you play the game the way it's supposed to be played, and you do have the depth to get through. But Kansas City is playing very well at the moment. Let's see what this three-game turnaround does, and I think this is going to be very interesting. Chargers are also in a three-game or three-and-a-half-day turnaround, so they'll have the same circumstance except they are playing at home. They're playing at home, and uh, again, it's going to be a short week. Mahomes said it. You know, we kind of got to hit the reset button and get back to work today and today is going to be a long day for them studying film going into that Thursday night game. Uh, before that though, big congratulations to Tyreek Hill. Fourth consecutive season where he hit 1,000 yards and also um, you know, going into Sunday uh, the Sneed situation, just horrific, horrific fame ordeal for him. He's out. Mike Hughes steps up and played extremely well yesterday. Well, defense allowed him to. Uh, putting the pressure on Derek Carr the way they did and warding whatever attempt Las Vegas tried, hey, that plays, that makes everybody look pretty good. It does, especially when you're looking at this part of the season and you're looking <laughs> at the depth. Um, that definitely makes you feel a lot better going into that playoff run, which uh, hopefully will be there. So far, so good. Like you mentioned, it's a short week. Chiefs Chargers Thursday night football. You and I have got some late nights this week, sir. <laughs> so... You had a busy, busy weekend. First, you had the Lady Bears Friday night. You had the uh, men's basketball Bears on Saturday. Had did they get the dubs over the weekend? Two of them. <laughs> the I think the, the one that made the most headlines was the Lady Bears game on Friday night. That was Missouri, which came in here to play, and they're pretty good. They only had the one loss to Baylor. And Baylor's multi-time national champion and national championship contender, and Missouri had played them to within two. Last Saturday, that's Saturday a week ago, two in Waco. What a great effort by Mizzou. So they come down here to play the Lady Bears. Oh, my goodness. They got their backsides handed to them big time by the Lady Bears, 79-51. to 51. And it probably wasn't even that close. The Lady Bears just overwhelmed this team in the second and the third quarters. Uh, women's basketball is played in quarters and not halves the way the men do. 
And in the second and third quarters of the game, it was all Missouri State. They, they almost shut out this team. Haley Franks from Stratford was the, the big gun for Missouri, and she should be. She's a fine player. She had 12 points, leading score. The Lady Bears, of course, scoring at will. That's just a huge win. In fact, this was a really bad weekend for Missouri basketball. Their Lady Bears team, or Lady Tigers team, I should say, comes down here and gets walloped. The men's team goes over to Lawrence mm. and plays KU for the first time in a decade regular season. They played an exhibition game several years ago. But first time in the regular season, 102 to 65. Oh, my goodness sake. Anyway, Lady Bears game was a big one. Men's game, the Bears came out, played Oral Roberts, and got a sizable lead on Oral Roberts, only to see the Golden Eagles from Tulsa come back and make a game out of it. Bears win 69 to 60. But uh, they were put to the test. Isaiah Mosley, who played sparingly in a previous game, did have 25 points for the Bears, and that's very good. This Bears team can score. They have a very good offensive attack. Really going to have face an interesting game Wednesday, and it's an early evening start for the Bears at JQH Arena. 6, 30, uh, 6 o'clock, I should say, 6 o'clock start, playing South Dakota State. South Dakota State is from the same conference that Oral Roberts is. It's the Summit League. But... South Dakota State is very, very good. They, they're making a tour of the Northwest and went out and played Washington and Washington State, both from the Pac-12. Lost to Washington, but beat Washington State just uh, last Saturday. So they'll come in here flying high, and the Jackrabbits would like nothing better than to come to Springfield and pin a defeat on the Bears. We'll see what happens. Bears team can score, though. They're a good team. Yeah, when they've got things uh, firing right, they're definitely firing. Um, I'd kind of a... Uh, Somber moment over the weekend. Saturday, I get had to, we did the Springfield Christmas parade. I got the full cave car, our tailgate trailer lined up at noon. I'm like, okay, I gotta wait a couple hours. I'm gonna go get something to eat or whatever. Wait here, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch some college football. <laughs> and then I was like, wait a minute, championship weekend was last weekend. The only thing on today is Army Navy game. Wait at three. a minute, the <laughs> only thing. Well, on? I know, I know, I watched it, but I w- didn't do me any good at that moment because I wanted. I, I was thinking in my mind, oh, that's fine. I'll just go park and sit there and watch some college football on my phone. Well, guess what? No dice. It was just college basketball. So. That leads me to my next question. When are we going to get in those bowl games, Ned? <laughs> Interestingly enough, Army does play in one of those bowl yes, games. They do. But it's not immediately. It's not until next week that they play. The bowl games begin this weekend with eight of them, two of them on Friday night and six on Saturday. This will be very interesting. The bowl games, these are the, in all honesty, the lower-level bowl games. The Cure Bowl being one of them. That's Friday. The Bahamas Bowl being one of them. These are all D1 teams, but they're all the lower-level ball clubs, except in one or two cases, and they have some bigger names coming up. But it'll be the next week we after Sunday is when most of the really big games, including the national championship semifinals, mm-hmm. which are coming up a week from this Friday. <sighs> a little bit too long for me, but whatever. I got I got two Chiefs games in five days, so I'm fine. Uh <laughs> We got, uh, speaking of Thursday, uh, there's also an event I wanted to talk about honoring a Hall of Fame coach. What's that about? That's here in town. Springfield Greenwood is, Springfield Greenwood has a new athletic facility. It will be in its second year, and they're going to name one of the portions of it for the longtime and highly successful, very popular Hall of Fame uh, football coach, Paul Moon Mullins. Greenwood doesn't play football anymore. They ceased the competitive aspect of things back in the early 1990s. But prior to that, 
They had, they were a dominant class one team in the state of Missouri, what was called 1A back then. Greenwood could play, and Coach Mullins is responsible for a number of their great successes. In fact, all of their state championships under his guy. They're going to name a portion of the building after him. Paul's a great guy, and a lot of the former, uh, this is redundant, former Greenwood alums. <laughs> the alums will be there, those who played football, and it'll be a lot of fun. It all begins very early in the evening around 5 o'clock. Unfortunately for me, it's the same time we're You're doing, be doing Ned, Ned Talk. talk yeah. uh, but but uh, Paul's a great guy, and I know the public is invited there. Then there'll be two Greenwood basketball games, the girls and the boys. And in between those games, Paul will receive his honor out on the court. Well, you can give him uh, an honor when you guys are hanging out at the bar together this weekend. <laughs> Ned, you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.